What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff. New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, 10 Insanely Popular Ways to Weaken Your Self-Confidence. Two decades ago, when the bullies at our high school called her a nerd for being a virgin and a straight-A student, my best friend Sarah smiled and confidently said, thank you, I'm really proud of it. She honestly was, but those bullies said never bothered her one bit. And this is just one tiny example of Sarah's incredible self-confidence. I was reminded of Sarah this morning when I received an email from a longtime blog subscriber named Lane who is struggling with a similar bullying issue at a small community college where he's taking classes. After describing his predicament in detail, he ended his email with this, and I'm sharing this with permission. I love your books and blog. Both have helped me get through a very low point in my life. But even though I've made progress, I often struggle with my self-confidence. These bullies really get the best of me, and I know my shattered confidence is really taking a toll on me. Therefore, What I need now more than ever is to learn how to walk in a more confident person's footsteps by changing the behaviors that continually kill my confidence. So pulling from over a decade of experience as life coaches in an effort to help Lane walk more closely in Sarah's footsteps, here are some insanely popular confidence-killing behaviors to avoid. Number one, avoid getting caught up in lots of needless drama. Some people love to stir up controversy and drama for no apparent reason. Don't buy into their propaganda. Stay out of other people's drama and don't needlessly create your own. Instead, imagine what would happen if you spent this entire day and every day hereafter with all your energy directed towards your most positive possibilities. Rather than being annoyed, be amused. Instead of getting angry, become curious. In place of envy, feel admiration. Life is too short to argue, fight, or be overly negative. Count your blessings, value the people who matter, and move on from the drama with your head held high. Number two, avoid seeking approval from everyone around you. Confident people have no interest in pleasing everyone they meet. They are aware that not all people agree on things, and that's just how life works. They focus on the quality of their relationships instead of the quantity of them. So never let the opinions of the masses define who you are or what you can or can't do. When you let go of the need to impress everyone, that's when you begin to be truly impressive to the few people who actually matter. And when you earn the trust and respect of these select few people, no matter where you go or what you try, you will do it with confidence because you know the people who matter are actually behind you. Number three. Avoid making excuse after excuse after excuse. There is so very much to touch, to do, to create, and to experience. Confident people take ownership of their thoughts and actions. They don't blame the traffic for being tardy at work. They know they were late. They don't excuse their shortcomings with excuses like, I don't have time or I'm just not good enough. They make the time and they keep on improving until they see results. Even a tiny effort is infinitely more productive than a big, impressive excuse. 
So stop seeing every obstacle as an excuse and start seeing those obstacles as forming a pathway to your goals. Number four, avoid ignoring or second-guessing your intuition. Intuition is very real and something that is never wise to ignore because it comes from deep within your subconscious and is derived from your previous life experiences. If everyone else is telling you yes, but your gut is telling you otherwise, it's usually for good reason. When faced with difficult decisions, seek out all the information you can, become as knowledgeable as you possibly can, and then listen to your God-given instincts. Believe in yourself. Know that trusting your intuition is equivalent to trusting your true self. And the more you trust your true self, the more control you have of making your goals and dreams come true. Number five, avoid disempowering yourself with weak language. Confident people use words with intention. Consider the difference between these two aspiring bloggers. One says, yes, I'm a blogger. You like meditation and yoga too? Excellent. We need to connect. Check out my new mindfulness guide I just posted at versus, well, I'm trying to blog, but I'm not sure I'm doing it right. Hmm. I wish I had started sooner. Blah, blah. Who do you think gets the most views, comments, and social shares? Bottom line, if you're trying to build something or become something, own it and speak like you mean it. Number six, avoid thinking, why me? Why me? On the contrary, confident people think, why not me? Sadly though, many people feel that they have to wait to be hired, to be good enough, to be chosen, like the old Hollywood cliche to somehow be discovered. But confident people know that access is basically universal these days, especially if you're online reading an article or on your you know, iPhone or, 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 or mobile phone listening to a podcast. They can connect with almost anyone through social media in an instant. Everyone you know knows someone you should know. They know they can attract their own funding, create their own products and services, build their own networks of clients and partners, choose their own path. They can choose to follow their dreams. And very quietly, without calling too much attention to themselves, they go out and they do it. Number seven, avoid needing to always be right. Confident people take a stand, not because they think they're always right, but because they're not scared to be wrong. Cocky, conceited people tend to take a position and then preach, argue, and totally disregard differing opinions or points of view. They know they're right, even when they're wrong. And they want, actually they need you to know it too. Their behavior isn't a sign of confidence though. It's the trademark of a bully. Truly confident people don't mind being proven wrong. They know that finding out what is right is a lot more important than being right. And when they're wrong, they're secure enough to back down graciously and appreciate the lesson learned. Number eight, avoid talking just to hear yourself talk. Begging for attention by talking constantly is just another mask for insecurity. Thus, confident people are often quiet and unassuming, and they listen as much, if not more, than they speak. They already know what they think, so they want to know what you think. Follow in their footsteps by asking open-ended questions on the topic of discussion, and give others the freedom to be thoughtful, introspective, and resourceful. Ask questions like, what do you do? How do you do it? 
What have you learned from it? What would you do differently if you were starting over? And so on. Ask these questions to learn, because you know a lot, but not everything. And the only way to learn more is to listen more. Number nine, avoid letting success get to your head or failure get to your heart. If success makes you arrogant, you haven't really succeeded. If failure makes you determined, you haven't really failed, period. Think about success and failure differently. Don't take everything that goes wrong personally and don't get a big head when everything goes right either. Be a humble, lifelong learner. Create, enjoy, learn, love, experience, succeed, fail, persevere, make mistakes, make progress, take risks, and find the treasure in each day. Number 10, avoid hiding from new life experiences. You have to get out there. Let life touch you. It's going to hurt sometimes, but the pain will be much deeper if you build an impenetrable wall around yourself, your own 100-foot wall of comfort, your own self-inflicted prison sentence. Life is too short for that. Don't let the fear of making the wrong decision prevent you from making any decision at all. You have too many beautiful places to go. Today is filled with possibilities. Now, just do something with it. If you only remember two words from this whole episode, let them be this, learn and believe. Learn as in learn through experience, learn from others, remain humble, open-minded and teachable. Put yourself out there and let it all sink in. Push yourself to the edge of your comfort zone so you can expand it and grow a little more confident every day. Believe, as in believe in yourself and your ability to succeed. Believe in your intuition, especially when you have to choose between two good paths. Believe that the answers are out there waiting. Believe that life will surprise you again and again. Believe that the journey is the destination. Believe that it's all worth your while. Believe that you are confident enough to see it through. So, I mean, a lot of what we're talking about here is about taking steps forward, right? And that's that's sort of the underlying message is that, you know, our confidence comes gradually. Our confidence does not come from sitting around wishing we had more confidence. Our confidence comes from taking little steps, right, to adjust our thinking and our behavior actually making a little bit of progress and noticing that progress. Um, I mean, that's one of the keys, honestly, to happiness, right? And, and, and confidence is certainly a baseline for happiness. Um, but noticing that progress, like when we notice, when we track and measure and notice even the tiniest bit of progress in our lives, we feel a bit better. And we in turn are a little bit happier and a little bit more confident. And so I mean, step number one in, in confidence building really is taking some kind of action. And step number two is measuring that action, right? Yeah. Using a lot of the philosophies we've just talked about to notice, bring awareness to the pro- little bits of progress that we're making. No, we're not where we want to be, but we're not where we once were. We're one step farther than yesterday and noticing that and embracing that. Yeah. I remember, you know, we were getting emails. Hey, do you guys do speaking engagements? You know, we'd love to have you out to our company and do a talk on this subject. And you and I were like, 
we're like, oh no, we're not ready for that. We got to wait till we're, we're more confident in our speaking ability and getting in front of people. And that held us back, right? Because we were like, okay, we're not there yet, you know? But we weren't doing anything to get there, you know? We had, the way we were going to get more confident is by saying yes to these opportunities, right? And learning along the way. And, you know, now we host our own event every year, Think Better, Live Better. And do we feel 100% comfortable every time? No, we're still nervous doing it, but we get better and better every time we do it. So I think it's a great reminder that you're not going to go to bed one day and then wake up more confident, right? It's doing the work. It's taking the steps, taking the action that then builds the confidence. Yeah, it's one step at a time. Um, And you got to put yourself in in a position to be completely and utterly out of your element, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's how you're going to grow. You know, it's it's by doing that, that you ultimately build confidence you would not have otherwise. I mean, I think about even the media tour that Penguin Random House set us up for with getting back to happy. I mean, one of those gigs was landing on the Today Show um, and Megyn Kelly was hosting the show at the time. And I mean, boy, that, I mean, that was crazy. I mean, we go from having a minimal amount of live television experience and in live television is a lot different than recorded television, right? Or a recorded podcast episode or anything like that. So we're going from a very minimal amount of, of live experience to being on a live television show, the today show at prime time in the morning in front of, I don't know, 2.7, 2.8 million simultaneous viewers. And I tell you what, were we nervous? Were we shaking in our pants? You better believe we were. But we came out of that experience with a level of confidence in handling every interview, podcast, whatever that came after it with a confidence that just didn't exist beforehand, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it, it, I cannot undervalue that. Like, it, like, there was nothing that we did differently other than show up and be ourselves and put our best into that moment with the kind of the the 2.7, 2.8 million people watching simultaneously. And then once we had done that and and put ourselves in that position of discomfort, everything that followed was a little bit easier because we were now more confident. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think you've got to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations. And, you know, that's where you learn. That's where you practice. And that's where you grow. And then once you accomplish that, now you have that under your belt. Now you can say, okay, I can do these other interviews. I can do this podcast because I've already done this. You've got you got proof, right? You, you can see that you've achieved this already and that you did it once and you can do it again. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it, it's a practice. So like it takes time to get there. But confidence is about taking the small steps. Confidence is about noticing and, 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 and deliberately paying attention to the progress you're making. Confidence is about stretching your comfort zone, right? And then keeping track of that. It's like, it's a cycle. And you just don't, you know, I use that example of going on the Today Show. That was a big thing, but there's a lot of little examples of that that matter too. And in fact, all the little things led up to that thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another one too, is people have asked us like, well, how did you write a New York Times bestselling book? There's a lot of authors that have asked that question. Like, how did you get to the point where that was, that was possible? And the answer is all the, like all the small things that happened before that, all, every word that was put on the blog, every time we expressed ourselves and like, and opened up and said, you know what? I'm going to be vulnerable here. I'm not confident in telling, sharing this story, but I'm going to do so anyway. It was every one of those moments that led to the opportunities and the experiences that ultimately gave us the ability to write a book that had the potential to be a New York Times bestseller. And it's just a reminder of small steps. Yeah, totally agree.
In addition to this podcast, we also do have a blog where we send out uh, email newsletters too. So if you are not already signed up on our newsletter, please go ahead and visit our website at marketingangel.com and you can go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter and also get updates and insights directly to your inbox. And you can visit us at marketingangel.com. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better.